Blog Talk Radio. And this is The Wondrous World with Helena Steiner Holstein. And here I am, live in person this particular day. So if you are listening to this live recording, you can call in to 516-418-5604. Otherwise, of course, most people listen to the archives, but it's nice to have you here live. Of course, I have no idea what's coming up. And usually I have a little preparation for, for what I'm going to say. And I didn't get down to it this time. And I'm very honest with you about that. But this is what I know. I work with the light every darn day of the month of the year with someone in the world over the telephone or over Skype. So I know my light. It is my best friend. And what I'm trying to convince everyone is it's also your best friend. If you will allow it to be, it's that simple. And we talked about it last time, and you, you had it quite organized then about, you know, how to get to the light and the way I operate, the way I work. And I just looked now uh, at some old email, and I saw one that kind of... Uh, hit my eye a little bit more, and that was uh, from Stockholm, Sweden, and from someone who came to one of my workshops there. And she said, I went to your workshop in Stockholm a few weeks ago. Thank you. It was a wonderful experience. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> anyway, you mentioned you work out of the room of light where there is no time and where there are no words and there is no limitation. Can you explain this a little bit more? Yes, and that kind of leads me into the white light, how it works, because uh, this is how I work with the healing. This is how I, I say I in quote, how I heal people, how I work with people. I don't do the work. The light is doing it for me. The light within me, the light above me, the white light above me works with the light within you and we get into some kind of togetherness in the moment and now the light takes over I don't take I don't do I'm just a really good conductor if you put it that way or a good receiver send this this forward moving it forward to you and maybe with some words also that you understand so what is this room of light or the room of time or the room of no time? There's so many words for this because there is no limitation. It's just a place where the light always shines. And how do you get to it? Very simple. First, you have to be awakened. And we talked about it in the previous show also. It starts with the awakening that you just become aware and what you, that you start to have a wish to know about something more. And now, once you come into that mode of being awakened and you start to have wishes and you start to have a desire to know more, you come into the place of revelation. You want everything to be opened up before you. 
And the powers is opening up before you because now you read books and you go to classes, you listen to my shows, and you come to me. And all those things will make you more aware and more open. So now once you come into that mode, you move on and move on and you come to the next step, which is the knowledge, the place of knowledge. And that is a very, very wide area because still when you come up to this third step, you can work with the power. But the light isn't light yet. It's just the power. And that is what is the hard thing to understand, that the light is just a power until we come to that place of the light. But you have to walk up many, many steps before you get there. So now once you're in this station of knowledge, many people now really believe, now I know it all, and they become healers, and they go out and they lecture and they talk, they give workshops on the light, and they talk about the light. But they don't, may not even practice it yet. They're working with the power. And this power can be also the power of the darkness. Unfortunately, the power, this power of the light is like a, like a pillar. And the lowest stages, the lowest steps of, of that pillar, they are in the dark. And it gets lighter and lighter and until it comes into the colors. And even the colors start to change as they move up and up and up and have higher frequencies. So in this place of knowledge, you can unfortunately use this power also for the dark purpose, for the negative, for horrible things. It's powerful. And we see world leaders out there that have done that. Look at Hitler and Stalin. They've worked with this power, but for the lower stages. That is not the one power I'm talking about. I'm talking about the power of the light, the highest stage. And how do you get that? You just go through all those many stages of knowledge until you eventually find out. Now, there is something called goodness. There is something called love and light. And now you hit a wall of light before you. And this wall of light has a big opening that I'm calling the door of light. The door of the light. And you have to be able to get through that one. And the best way to get through that one is just to have total trust in love and light. And then you just are swept in through the door. Children usually have that. Once you try to do this, you know, with, with a logical mind, it's not going to work. Oh, but I know all these things I hear from people. I know exactly how to do it. I've gone to classes. I read books so and so. I know all this. You don't have to say anything. And I say, it's not what I say. It's just the feeling that you begin to touch within you that will bring you in through that door of 
light. And now you have reached the room of light or the room of time or the room of no time. It's so unbelievably unlimited. We cannot even call it a particular name. This is the place where I work. So now it takes those steps to get that. Well, how do I get that? I just sit down and create this wish, this desire to be there. And unconditionally, everything is a matter of unconditional love. I move in through that door of light. I don't set any conditions. I don't say I have to do this, I have to do that. This is unfortunate that some people stand there and teach that, oh, you have to be that way. You have to put yourself in love and light. But they teach it. You have to just allow yourself to let go and let God. And now you come back, you get into the room of light without any trouble. Once you are in this place, in this room of time, room of no light, room of no time, room of light, you still have to go through various steps to be better and become of the highest, highest consciousness. And this is what is happening there. And how you let yourself go and just allow yourself to be teletransported into this beautiful energy that I call the white light or the God energy or love and light or I am. I am the light. And I'm sure you heard about this expression, I am the light, over and over again and again. And Jesus said that. And he said, I am the light. This is the way. And this is your truth. Or in whatever order, I say it differently each time. Because it does not matter in the order. We are not making, you know, a chemical formula here. We are just allowing the brains of our the feelings of the brains of our heart to work. And that is the tremendous and wonderful secret of the light. And that is the way I work. So now, how do I do that? Now I sit in the light. Where is the other person I'm working on? Well, evidently in front of me or on the other side of the planet Earth, connected with me through Skype or uh, or the telephone. Usually Skype, of course, because that costs the money. So we do Skype. But I don't really have to see you. And you may be surprised I sit there with my eyes closed all, most of the time when I work with you on the other side of the planet Earth. I see you much better through the phone with my eyes closed than you, you on the screen in front of you. I peek at you from time to time, and it's nice to look at you on the screen. And I like that. However, I don't show me. Maybe a quick second sometimes before I have disconnected my picture, and you see just a little photograph of me. Because I like the privacy when I work. I like to sit there and, you know, and shine my way and move my hand my way. 
because I move my hands all the time just to come to go along with the flow. It doesn't mean I have to work with my hands. It just means like listening to music. I like the flow of the energy that comes through me, through the person. And it doesn't matter where you are because at that moment, you are exactly right in front of me. And this is what is so wonderful, to have you right in front of me. And I'm working on it. And if you want to send thoughts to me right now, I can work with you. And then the first thing is for you to feel secure. And that is the energy I'm guided to at this particular moment. I'm coming to you that you need to feel safe and secure. And once you have connected with the light, that is the number one thing that you will experience, that you're feeling safe and you're feeling secure. And it goes back to that when most people are not feeling happy and they're depressed and they are insecure and they're full of doubt. Down in their room, they're not secure because the anchor of light that you were born with and that is your birthright. It's kind of in the dark. Why? Because you have created that energy through it by mistake, of course. But any time you've been unhappy or you've been disappointed or you've been left by someone or someone has disappeared through death or otherwise from you, and you have gone through grief and sorrow and lack and all those feelings, you have created a dark energy with you, and it's allowed to go through that. You can have that, but it's not allowed to be there for a long time. It's like having a wound on your skin. Yeah, it's allowed to be there because you were hurt, but you're not supposed to walk around with it forever and nurture it and, and feel, oh, I have my wound. Look at that, how bad it is and we're not here. No. Darkness is a wound and you get rid of it. And this is what we do in this session. We pull in the light. And once we have this desire, the cause, according to quantum physics, which is something if you don't know about, you should begin to study it a little bit because this is exactly what quantum physics is, that we are working with a higher power. And according to them, the whole universe consists of energy, of different energy, and everything sparkles and everything is energy. And two people can connect in this See, for this ocean of energies, like a big sky, you have all the energies there. Through the stars, you can see them. And now through the intention, two stars can connect. I connect with one of you through the intention to, that we produce, oh, we want to get well here. We want to be happy here. So we connect just through the wish through the intention 
You don't need to repeat any logical formulas. On the contrary, it will stop you because that will immediately go down to a lower frequency, a lower wavelength, a lower station. So now, we are just getting together on this higher level of energy. Isn't that wonderful? So now, Take a deep breath and begin to relax and feel the energy of the light working with you. And I'm stretching out. And the first place I'm coming within you is to your heart energy, your loving, unconditional heart energy. So don't drive a car now or anything because I really want you to turn within and even close your eyes. So if you're driving in a car, please stop by the roadside, but that's not safe. So look look at this later. Listen to this later in the archives. And you can do it from the start. But this is, at this moment, now I'm together with this other person with the heart energy. And from there, I start to talk and talk and talk and talk. And what is I'm talking about? Well, these are metaphors that I'm getting from the universe. And when I speak these metaphors and these symbols, energies are beginning to be created within you and around you. Energy of well-being or wishes for, to see you well. So we are going through this process. It might take one minute, might take half an hour, might, well, that's usually what it takes, <laughs> half an hour. But of course, we talk and we do other things before and after. But the, the actual healing process can be really very, very quick. And I was amazed at this just I think it was yesterday when I was with someone, and this happens all the time, that when we do healing sessions, we can sit together for hours, and then during the last 60 or 45 seconds, we get to the actual point that needs to be healed, and it goes, zoom. We found the cause, we heal the cause through the light. We send light to that cause. And then all is well. But this is what healing is. It's very quick. It's very fast. And it happens only in that particular place of absolutely no limitation in that room of life. So there you go. I can speak about this subject because it's such a fun thing. And where does it hurt, Regina? Oh, my heart, someone said. Oh, my heart hurts all the time. Well, first of all, now it's very important to just have this consciousness of the white light, of the light, of the God consciousness. And that's such a used term. I don't even use it in my daily talk. I don't know why I even said it now because I'm maybe I'm picking up 
on listeners now, and this is what they like to hear because it's such a well-used word. But it means that you have activated that anchor of love and light, meaning the light energy within you. And now, what is the light again? Well, that's the God energy. And many people don't like me to say God because God to them is something completely different. And that's why it's a little tricky to use the word God because, you know, so many of my listeners come in listen to me from Scandinavia and Russia and so on. And they have been taught that God is a man up in the heavens. So they have decided early on they don't believe in that. And I don't blame them. Because how can we limit this incredible power to being a man up in the sky? Where is he then? Well, we talked about this and I don't want to insult anyone's belief. So I'm telling you all, whatever you believe in, you are right, as long as it works. I believe in God as a man up in the heavens too, up in the, you know, when I was a child, because this was what I was told by my teachers at school. At home, we didn't talk that way. We didn't even talk God at all. We may have gone to the church for Christmas Easter and whatever, you know, for weddings and funerals and baptism and so on. But that was it. It was just part of the culture. I'm part of the Protestant Lutheran uh, culture. That was my beginning because in Sweden at that time, this was what everyone, and I say everyone, <laughs> very much in a broad term because it was with a few exceptions, of course, a few Catholics mostly, or maybe some other people who had gone over to the American belief system like Baptist and uh, Pentecostal or, or what they're called. And that's okay too, as long as you're happy. Because once your religion doesn't make you happy, then you should move on and allow yourself to be free. I am spiritual. I was religious at one point uh, when I was young, you know, very much so. I liked to believe in this man and I wanted to be obedient. But it was very hard work. It wasn't fun. It was, you know, I got afraid of the dark. I, I didn't dare sleep in the dark anymore. I needed a nightlight in my room. It was not comfortable to have that. Now, I create my own light. And once I close my eyes and I go to bed, I bring down that stream of light over me. And please, this is what I recommend to everyone. And in your mind, in your imagination, I put angels all around me. Have you ever tried that? Start to just imagine beautiful angels around you. And when I've done that for a few minutes, it's like I feel a little touch over my shoulders or over my bad arms. I swear I do. And now I fall asleep. There are times when, on the contrary, when I close my eyes, it's like I see monsters. I turn on the light again and say, what is this? 
It's like someone has sent me bad thoughts. Well, it could be. Not everyone likes me because I work with the light. So free. So now I pull down the light over me and I send out light to, to the room and put in the angels. And now I turn off the light. And now I have clean. I cleanse the atmosphere. This happens a lot in hotel rooms, by the way. And that's why I'm getting so sick and tired of traveling and staying in those hotel rooms. Because sometimes they can be so full of those bad energies. And we don't understand why we don't feel happy uh, in a particular place. It's course because the energies are bad. And you can send the light to you and to the room and cleanse you and your thoughts. And this is why I say the amazing power of the light can do those things instead of numbing your system with a sleeping pill or a heavy drink. I feel both for people. But the white light is there for you and for everyone. And it is so cheap. Isn't that great? It is so cheap. So now we have come a long way with the light. And maybe we should interrupt it a little bit and just uh, wonder what is the purpose? What is our purpose to live here on earth? And I think the purpose really is to live in a oneness with this power to turn you into a stronger and more powerful person. And going back to, you know, this big universe that is so full of, of life. And, and here we sit on this little planet somewhere in the outskirts of the universe. <laughs> and we say, oh, maybe there has to be some life there. Oh, that couldn't be because they cannot prove it here on Earth. And I said, good Lord, how can you be so, so limited? Why don't you open up your mind and start believing in things, believing in your incredible power, your fantastic power? Yes, you can if you want to. It's your wish and desire, what you want. Do you want to have the negative in you? If you look at negative, if you look at things in a negative way, that will stay within you. It will stay in your brain cells. It will stay in your subconscious mind. And you will be haunted by this negatively for a long time, maybe forever. Oh, I have no money. You don't understand how I live, how I have to live right now. And you say this over and over. Oh, you have money. Oh, you know. You know, I have had days in my life when I didn't have one nickel to my name. I may have had lots of nickels on the minor side, but I didn't have anything. It has happened in my life, and it's been so scary. But when someone tells me that now, it does not impress me because I know it is a state of mind. And with this state of mind, with your mind 
you can get out of it. Do you want it? No, but, yes, but. There is no but. Why do you create this but for you? You have no money? Well, maybe you are very rich. You have your good health. You have your eyesight. You have your ears. You have your arms. You have your legs. Oh, no, I don't have my arm anymore. Okay, you have the other arm. Look for the good things that you have. I was paralyzed for a very short time, luckily, because I had fallen off a horse. That was very scary. I didn't want to accept that at all. I didn't accept it. So somehow I got out of it. With my mind, with the power of the light, I would call it. And then there is this power of the light in with the masses. You can change reality if several of you can get together and start to send light to situations. If you see two parties fighting with each other, don't send the light to just one party. Send it for a healing of a situation and let God heal the situation. And this is how you do in a war. You send light to the situation and heal. You just send light for a wish to heal the situation. And I write in my book about this surgeon who came to me for a, for a session. And he said, you know, I have a real good life now. I'm, a, I'm, I'm working out. I'm a surgeon. And, and I don't remember it was a heart. It was a kind of high-power surgeon. And he said, I had to stand in the operating room for hours. And it's so tiring. And now I was in this car accident. And I hurt my leg, so I cannot stand too long. And I hurt my arm, so I, uh, you know, cannot handle my, my arm properly in the surgery. My hand might skid a bit or something like this. And now he said, now I want you to send me this power. And you want this power to work with you, with me. But only for the leg or only for the arm. Because, you know, I can be out playing golf and I can be in the golf cart. And I can do my swing if you fix my arm, but you still have to let the leg go because I still want to be on this disability leave from the, you know, they pay me full salary and they pay me and I have free time. It's wonderful. I don't want you to fix the, the leg. And I said, well, you know, the light doesn't work that way. The doctor may work that way, but the light sees the whole picture. So now the light will send light down to this particular situation and heal what can be healed. It will probably heal your arm and probably heal your leg in one go, in one session. So accept that this is going to happen. So, and he, well, he went along with it, evidently. He still wanted to have his good health back, and he said he could. He thought he probably could fix it one way or the other his way. I'm not going to speculate here, but it was such a fun 
situation and he was a very nice man and very honest man otherwise you know in his approach to to the healing you know session and how how it's happening because he believed in energy and how everything there is energy and energy comes from a source and this energy of the white light comes from the source of the eternity of the big light, the God energy. That is the source of this energy, the God energy. And why do I believe so much in this method or in the light on the whole? Well, first of all, read my books, The White Light and Limitless Reality by Helena Steiner Kornstein. Helena Steiner Hornstein. Go to Amazon. Go to wherever they sell books. But I talk about the origin for my strong belief, which was the burning bush. I saw the burning bush. It took me. It took me probably twenty, thirty years before I realized this was what I had seen. But I saw the burning bush in my bedroom when I was a student going to prep school in Switzerland. And this happened on a night in February, many, many years ago. And I woke up and I had my room. It was a large room and it had, you know, big windows and had, you know, everything that you need for a student's room. And I had my bed in the corner which you do in Europe a lot because that's not those big wide beds like you have in the United States. But this was, you know, in my dorm. And then I had a big writing desk in the center of the room and I had a few chairs and chest of drawers and so on. Very spartan, very, you know, just what, it, what someone needed. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt that unbelievable presence in the room. It was almost like someone was breathing in the room. And I had a feeling, oh, lots of people are here. But, you know, I wasn't certain. And I was too afraid to turn around because I had my back turned towards the room. And here, in the room, suddenly, I couldn't handle it anymore, so I turned around, and what do I see in the center of the room? I see a fire, something that I understood to be a fire because it was not like the fire you see in your fireplace. It was a fire like an electric fire. It was this thing, and it was kind of whitish, maybe a little blue down at the base, but it was whitish and very bright and it moved it moved within itself somehow and that was the strong presence I had felt in the room and I sat up in my bed and just watched it in awe I couldn't believe what it was I was trying to figure out what it was and on the table in the center of my room I had a it was we called at that time a transistor radio, battery radio, which was very brand new in the market at that time. 
And I was very proud of it. And I thought, oh, that has to be it. It's on fire. Because what else could it be? But of course it wasn't. And this fire continued. And I don't know for how long I was sitting there watching the fire. And it actually made me feel good. Very, very good. So now, sitting there, watching the fire in my room, believing that was something extraordinary. Suddenly, I heard this voice out of the fire. And it spoke to me. I knew it. And I didn't want to hear what it had to say. So I put my hands over my ears and I just kind of dove into my bed <laughs> again and covered myself with everything and must have just passed out or fallen asleep because the next morning I woke up and the first thing was, what was what that night? And I saw how I had somehow knocked my water glass I always have on my bedside table. I knocked that on the floor. Uh, and then I looked towards the center of the room where I had seen the fire in the, in the night. I didn't see anything, no traces or whatever. And I stepped out of bed and I walked up to, to the table and in the center room, there was absolutely no trace of anything at all. I was so confused. What was that? It was too confusing to tell a friend, you know, what do you think it was? I saw that fire in the middle of the night in my bedroom. And then, you know, it spoke to me. <laughs> so I, I didn't do anything about it, but I noticed somehow I changed. I started to go to the local churches. I went into the churches. I would light the candles and sit there in a prayer, and walk out again. I was a party person. I didn't do those things. Yes, when I was a child, I had some extraordinary powers. But, you know, I didn't stay with them when I was turning, when I went to school. I left them all behind me. So now, here we go. What was everything? Well, years went by, and I noticed I became more and more spiritual, and I started to talk about the light. It was something that was more familiar for me. And also, my thoughts went back to that time when I had seen the burning bush, and I wondered what it could have been. And suddenly one day, and I was driving the car, and I was in Spain, and I had this big field around me. And in the distance, I saw the mountains. It was beautiful. And I said, out of the blue, I saw the burning bush. Yes, I saw the burning bush. This was what it was. And what was the burning bush? That's God speaking to you. And that's exactly what it was at that time. And now I knew exactly where that, that this power, where it lived. It lived also within me because that power within me had represented itself in front of me. It had reproduced itself in front of me and tried to tell me who it was. 
but I had refused it. I had rejected it. And this was how it had been through the years that power tried to come to me time after time in various ways. I just pushed it away. Oh, no, I don't believe in it. Oh, no, not at all. But that was the very beginning, and I had the next time, which was even more dramatic, which is written in my book, The White Light. So now, begin to relax, and we are going to connect to this light. And I have a couple of questions here from a few people. Let's see what they are. Uh, oh, yes, someone absolutely wants to know as if I would be an expert about CBD oil. <laughs> we jump from one to the other, but somehow they are connected because CBD oil is a very, very high energy substance. And it's very good for you. I have tested for myself, for my heart condition. It seems to work beautifully. And I don't take any medication. Uh, and my heart condition has been since birth, so don't say anything else. <laughs> and it, it just makes me feel good and everything. But I noticed with some people who have talked to me about the CBD oil, I don't sell it, so don't get back to me about that. But you can buy it all over the world. In some countries, I know it's not allowed. Why? I don't know. Maybe because it's a competition with medication. I don't know. But I know it works for me. I know it works for many other people for whatever is wrong with them in various strengths and on inside, you know, inside and outside of your body. But if you take too much of it, so they say, oh, you can take any amount because it cannot hurt you. No, it doesn't hurt you, but it influences the track of your thoughts. You can turn forgetful. And it's been too many people who said this, that if when they have taken too much, doesn't mean you shouldn't take it all. But if they have taken too much, and some people are really gone all the way out, they take far too much of it, which is unnecessary. They just have kind of turned, I wouldn't say senile, because it disappears once you don't take it, but they turn forgetful. When they talk, for instance, they start talking and then they forget where they were, and they get disorganized and unfocused. So if you notice that, you're taking too much. Otherwise, I'm sure it's very good. And there have been so many questions about this. That's why I'm answering this uh, right away. And then I also wanted to come in here with doubt because it fits in with all this with the light. Trust the light. Trust it because that is one of the methods to get it to work. Trust it. And don't fall into this not trusting. And I had a lady from Helsinki in Finland who uh, uh, sent me an email about so many things. And it was all based back to she didn't trust herself. She didn't trust anything. And one of the things was she was supposed to take care of the estate of her sister to sell things and, you know, manage things and so on. And everyone in her family was 
in the family was all right with that. And they said, Suha, you can sell whatever you want to sell and just go ahead and settle everything so we can divide the money. So everyone was okay with that. And she still contacted me to find out if they really meant that. She started to doubt that they had to, told her the truth. And, and my feeling is if people say yes, accept it. Or if they say no, accept that also. But this was so much a positive thing. Why do you not want to accept something positive? If someone had a guy also who asked me, does she really want to marry me? He had proposed and she had said, yes, 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 I will. I do, you know. <laughs> and uh, he contacted me, asking me, did you really mean that? Hey, guy, she said, yes, take it. And don't doubt the good things too much. And if you win something, accept it. Don't start doubting it. If you win an award because you've been doing a good job about something, accept it. Don't doubt that that you don't deserve it. Allow the light to shine. And what this just indicates that you don't trust the light in you enough. Begin to trust your inner source of energy. This light you were born with. And that is what it means to be created in the image of God. Now, now, we relax. We relax and we relax. If you hear music in the background, it's supposed to work. It is the music by Stephen Halpin from his CD called Gifts of the Ancient. Gifts of the Ancient. A beautiful meditation CD. I use it all the time. And thank you, Stephen, for allowing me to use it at all times. Stephen has been at Inner Peace Music. And my website, speakingtoyourheart.com. And my email, Dr. Helena Info, D-R- Helena, my first name, info, short for information at yahoo.com. Again, speaking to your heart.com. It's also called Activale, A-C-T-I-V-A-N-E, Activale.com. However, I have one, you know, I have to apologize. When this was created, it was cell phone friendly. Suddenly, I noticed just a few days ago, it is not cell phone friendly. I don't know what happened. It was hacked sometime, and I think maybe that feature was not restored. But they're going to make it cell phone friendly. I also have body-soul connection, which is cell phone friendly, but it's really old. (laughs) I haven't modernized it, but I haven't taken it off because this is how everyone finds me from this bodysoulconnection.com. Okay. Now begin to relax and relax and relax. You imagine yourself far, far away 
in the place where all is wet. To relax and relax and relax. Yes, to relax and to relax and relax. Your eyes are closed and you imagine yourself far, far away on the other side of planet Earth. Take a deep breath. It is nighttime. And you realize that you are sitting on an island. It's not a big island. You can see the ocean through the trees all around you. You are in the center of this island. And way up high, you can see all the stars twinkling and shining above. You take a deep breath and relax and relax and relax. You are feeling so strange. And it's in a way that everything is shining with a very faint little light. And you realize it because the stars way up high are sending little rays of light coming down over the earth and everything that grows. The earth so you know who you are. The child of the light. You were created to shine. You were created to be well. You were also created to be successful and happy. And comfortable in your life. And now you just decide for yourself that you are going to be all that that the universe can offer in well-being and comfort and good health. And you smile because you just know that this is so. And you relax a little further. And relax and relax. And now in your in your chest bag, you experience the feeling of wish, of desire. Yes. I wish for good health. I wish for good fortune. In my life, you open your arms to receiving this beautiful gift from the universe, and suddenly you just feel how the light is shining within you and all around you, like you would be in a ball of light. Yeah. 
you are. That inner ball of light. The shiny ball of light. And you are so bright. So that is that you that you And now you look up to the sky and you see all these stars. In the middle of all these stars, there's one star that's shining even a little bit more than the other star. And it talks to you. You just know how it talks to you. You feel it in your heart. You feel it responding to your wish. And you smile. This is good. This is exactly what I wished for. And you smile some more. And stretch your body. Stretch your shoulders. And your arms. I am. Yes, you are. Shining on the sun. Now you know who you are. You are the shiny light, and you allow that light to work with you and within more and and you're grateful for the work that you are. Very, very grateful for the one. Suddenly you notice all around you it has turned into daytime and the whole sky is beautifully, beautifully blue. You see a few little stars here and there and you see a couple of little white clouds floating by and now you discover all the greenery around you and you take in that dream of green into your being. And that energy of the healing dream is going through your body. And now we are brushing away all darkness and we are clearing, clear, clear. We are clearing away all darkness. You're getting rid of all darkness within you and around you, and you shine. Yes, you shine, and you love to shine. It feels as you were meant to shine. You will now allow that power to shine. You know, and you feel it. So completely, completely, completely relaxed. I am 
of the blood. And now slowly, slowly we're going to come back to the here and now. And slowly you open your eyes as I count to seven. One, two, three, four, five. You trust the light. You trust the light. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven. You open your eyes. And you feel free, free, free. I am of the light. I'm a light being. I wish for light in my world. And you will begin to send light from your heart to others. You put yourself in the light first, like a ray of light from above that shines over you. And now... After a while, you begin to send light to those you want to send light to people, to situations, to people you don't know, to people you know, to countries, and so on. You are in the light. Whenever you want to be in the light. Again, thank you very much. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein speaking to you from Florida yet again. And I will be with you soon, before the holidays. This is before Christmas time, and next time will be just before Christmas, I think. (laughs) So welcome to listen to me again in my archives on Blog Talk Radio or on my website, speakingtoyourheart.com. And I promise we're going to make it cell phone friendly again, which it was meant to be. I just didn't know. So here we go. Take care of yourself. And my email is dr for Dr. Helena, info at yahoo.com. Thank you and have a wonderful day.
is it good? Or is it slow? Or is it just the same thing? That's all you...
Okay. Alexa, what is the temperature? Right now, it's 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Tonight, expect a low of 59 degrees. 